Sons of the Hunt podcast, season three, episode seven. We're here with Wall and Paul Pack Brewing Company. Becky Ryman and Logan Ackerley, the owner and head brewer. And we've got uh, something I'm super pumped about tonight. We've got your uh, your newest release coming out tomorrow. That we do. So, Big Deepa? Yeah. Big Dipper. Big Dipper. Like the Big Dipper. I get it. Yes. Uh, yikes. That's stars. Nice good, th- good thing he's pretty. Yeah, right? <laughs> I didn't even have any yet, and I'm already getting stupid. <laughs> but I'm pumped for it. Um, I'll be honest. I didn't have the first one. Yeah, I mean, it's been almost exactly two years since we released it the first time. Uh <clears throat> It was kind of just a one-off brew that, you know, we were actually at that point, we were still trying to figure the hazy IPA thing out. Um, so kind of went away for a while. We started really pushing the Lake Haze series, um, but figured now's a good time to bring it back. Uh, it's got some great, great hops in it. Um, Comet is a pretty forgotten one. People don't really uh, use it too much anymore, or they don't advertise it, that they use it too much anymore. Uh, it's not a trendy hop. You say Comet? Yeah. Yep. Comet. Like the dog um, in full, full House? Correct. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's amazing. Exactly what Logan was talking about. <laughs> yeah. It's right where my mind goes. So, wow. You know, I I wasn't sure if it was going to be hazy or not, but yeah, it's definitely hazy. It's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually pretty happy about that. I've been drinking a lot of uh, non-hazy beers lately, so this is going to be very refreshing. I'm uh, I'm down for it. So I'm pouring mine right now. Trying not to make a mess. So you said Comet, and what else do you have? Oh, it says it on the can. Make it read. Yes. Comet, Vic Secret, and Galaxy. Nice. And, uh, Vic Secret and Galaxy are both Australian hops. They give really nice tropical fruity notes. And Comet just gives a lot of like citrusy kind of old school flavor. So kind of balances each other out. Oh my God. So what was like the inspiration for this? You just think like, I'm going to just grab these hops, stick them together, see what happens. And with the galaxy and the, the Comet kind of came Big Dippa. Is, is, I mean, what was the uh, thought behind this? Yeah, so this one was kind of funny. Back then it was, uh, we weren't canning anywhere near as often as we are now. Wow. Uh, Ooh. <laughs> yeah. <Dude. laughs> My bad. That's, wow, that's good. That's good, man. Well, thank you. Slowly catching on to the comet, galaxy, big dip. Got it. That's yeah. I got you back, man. I got you back. I'm, I'm with yeah. you now. So back then we actually had time to you know plan our labels out way in advance, and so we were thinking it'd be kind of cool to incorporate because all of the name names of those hops have something that they can be you know, attributed to. So we had like a comet in the sky, uh, galaxy. If you look at the can, there is yeah, like a, a galaxy. Lot in this art. Yeah. Gotta... Galaxy in the background up there. And then up front, there's some uh, women's clothing for the oh, I just saw that. Nice. 
that. <laughs> <laughs> risque. It's been a minute. It's been a minute since I did any skinny dipping, thankfully. <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty cool. I didn't even notice that. I mean, I I noticed the galaxy kind of design, so that's where it tipped me off to the big dipper, big dipper theme thing. Right. But so I did. You guys just do like a, a picture or something on social media where somebody was splashing off the end of a dock? Yeah. So my sales guy Sean and I actually went over to our sister property that we just acquired. So we now have a property with cabins and docks. And uh, we took a bunch of clothing, threw it on the dock, kind of positioned it, had the can in the middle. I filmed, Sean took rocks and kept chucking them in the water. And then I just did like the quick shot. So we got like, you know, 56 photos and we just kind of picked the best one to sort of like reenact what's here in the artwork, you know, with the clothes on the end of the dock and the splash. And so we're learning. We're, we've kind of become these in-house, you know, video <laughs> photography people with quarantine. So um, not a lot of sales were going out there right now. So Sean's been kind of repurposed to, to do photography and videos and he's done a pretty good job. So it's been absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, I, I really enjoy the stuff that you guys have been putting out. I mean, uh, you know, the, obviously it's been, it's been a rough go for a lot of, uh, local businesses lately. And, uh, you guys seem to be taking it pretty well, uh, as far as, uh, taking it in stride and trying to not only like survive, but you guys seem to be kind of growing and doing pretty well. Uh, I mean, from the layman's perspective and from, you know, the people who follow your social media, I mean, you guys are doing some awesome videos, which is fantastic. I mean, if more people followed that lead, I think they'd be in a different situation. Um, but I mean, they're just fun to watch. I mean, the, between the beer cans going up on the garage door, uh, I showed my mother that. She was like, what I the hell are you watching? <laughs> yeah, that was, that was awesome. A good one. We could do better. I could do better. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's not like it was a regular garage door where you had them, you know, you were, that was a, that was a big go, man. It was high up there. Yeah. We were going to do it on the brewery door, but that's what, like 22 feet. And we're like, oh, this yeah. is yeah. dangerous now. But yeah, it was a good time. Yeah. I, I have like an agenda and I was figuring I'd put it up there, but when I do that, it, it absolutely covers Jay. So, cause I, that was one thing I want to touch on. You guys are crushing it with your, uh, your social media videos. They're so funny. Um, well, thank you. Yeah, I like especially fond of the dinosaur, dinosaur costume. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, those um, are some good ones there. The mystery guest that was trying to change his voice with the—that was, dude, I was dying. Yeah, I don't know who that was. <laughs> well, that, was good. that that might have been my my favorite one. Yeah. That yeah, that was good. That was good. I have to say this this is amazing. You, it's yeah it's it's fantastic you got man again ogan knocked another one out of the park man well done sir well done yeah, and well, welcome back man welcome back <laughs> yeah good to be back look at that lacing that's silly so good yeah this one's got a ton of uh flaked oats and flaked wheat to give that really creamy feel yeah Super smooth, yeah and on top of that though you still it's it it doesn't remind me of all like the mass produced hazy IPAs that are coming out now, this still has a, that just right amount of like dankness. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? The, the hops do still shine through and it's not overpowered by some other ridiculous sweetness. This is right. a real beer. And uh, I mean, you and I have had that conversation a lot. You know, I'm not really big on the super sweet IPAs. So yeah. I, I, I like to kind of, you know, balance them out a bit. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's, it's funny because that reflects not only in the beer that you guys produce, but the way you guys 
through the entire brewery. I mean, it's not, you guys aren't pigeonholed to one type of beer. It's you cover the spectrum. And that's, that's what's probably my favorite thing about the brewery. You could go there and I could find a, a beer that I will drink an entire pitcher of like cream ale. And then I could find one like this beer that just absolutely crushes it. I mean, obviously everyone knows I'm, I've got a soft spot for hazy doubles, but you guys, right. yeah, you guys have got it all going on. Um, yeah, uh, the one thing that I wanted to bring up was I'll keep covering Jay's face. The quarantine pack. I think that that's an amazing idea. Can you uh, kind of explain to us the well, obviously the idea behind the quarantine, but what uh, how you came up with that and uh, what it all involves? Yeah, so I think um, when all this started, you know, it was super daunting, right? Everything was changing hourly. We were literally having management staff meetings upstairs. And I'm like, all right, guys, like, here's what's going on. Here's our plan. And I'm sitting there getting text messages. And it's like, okay, now you have to close. It's not just, you know, reduce seating or whatever. And maybe you'll get takeout and you'll find out soon. And like, it was just so insane. And right away, you know, the concern was like, we have a cooler full of beer. We just brewed. We just did this. We were winning all these awards. We were planning to like, you know, do all these great things. Like, how do we stay relevant? How do we keep selling beer? Like, you know, we've been given this new footprint and like that we have to, this box we have to play in, like, how do we play? So, um, you know, we're kind of going through and I'm like, man, we have all these beers, such a variety and like counting them up. I'm like, what if we did like a beer for every day? Right. Cause everyone's like, Oh, it's going to be 14 days. Like, well, I'll be fine. Like, that's it. Like just stay home for 14 days. <laughs> Here we are. Yeah. Right. Like 90 days later or whatever. Um, and we kind of looked at what we had and we're like, we have a pretty cool selection. We've got bottled beers right now. We've got, you know, all these, like we had a double IPA at the time, like, you know, our seasonals and we're like, cool, we could do this, you know, put a 15th beer in there. So on the 15th day, we all celebrate, right. Have a big cheers that we made it through our 14 days. Um, we put some local products in there just to kind of help out some other businesses that are, you know, shuttered right now too. And, um, attached a charitable, you know, $5 donation to it, which was huge for us because, um, you know, it really helped us do some good things, you know, during this, we supported the Coobridge project. We supported the Wall and Paul Pack area school district, uh, food program. They have a backpack program for the kids, the food pantry. So, um, through all these things, you know, this quarantine pack just grew and, and then we attached these videos to it because brand relevancy was big for us, right? If people aren't drinking our beer in bars, if they're not out, you know, seeing our taps, seeing our cans, how do we stay relevant? How do we keep in touch with our customers? Let them know we're okay. Let them know we're fighting through this. And um, yeah, the quarantine packs just honestly like saved our butts for you know, the good first two months of this because we sold quite a bit of beer. Um, it helped us move out old stock. It helped us keep fresh beer in our tanks. Um, you know, Logan can kind of probably talk more to that, but I think it really helped us hustle and clear out his cooler. So, you know, beer sitting in the tanks was at risk at that time. Like, what do we do with all this beer? So we, we turned our beer over pretty quickly and, and saved it. You know, it was, it was pretty, it just what is one of those things. We had an idea, we executed on it and we did it really well. So I'm really proud of our team for doing that. They were awesome. Yeah. That that's, that's amazing. Just leaning into something like that and turning it into a positive is that's just adapted. That's, that's amazing. That's such a, a, a redeeming, characteristic and not only a business but says a lot about you guys as people you know that's it's really awesome 
Um, yeah, you got to laugh your way through it and and find like the good and try to smile. Otherwise, you're gonna lose it, you know. And yeah. not to say we didn't have our days, but yeah, <laughs> at least we had beer and you know the videos and all that. Is, as silly as some of them were, like literally kept us sane. I think like now they're a little bit much. Like now that we're getting back on track, and focusing yeah. on summer and hopefully getting open. But um, yeah, there were some days that I think it just lifted us all out of like a funk because you know I think we were all there at some point. But right, yeah. I just we just got a question in on uh on the comments that says are hops still imported or does our region support a viable crop so there are more and more hop growers uh and pelletizing plant facilities in pennsylvania um every fall we do you we do a wet hop farmhouse sale where uh we source local hops actually all Pennsylvania ingredients, um, malt and uh, hops from all over the state. Um, we try to get it as local as possible, uh, but for the amount of beer that we make, uh, the region hasn't really been able to uh, produce as much as we need yet. Uh, but hops take several years before they're you know totally viable to use. So uh, down the road, I'm sure Pennsylvania will be cranking out some more hops and barley and everything else that we do. Yeah, you guys use a, a local uh, malt shop, though, correct? Yeah, so the local maltster, uh, well, the Pennsylvania maltster, they're probably about two and a half hours away down in Carlisle, PA. Uh, it's Deer Creek Malt House. Uh, they make some fantastic, uh, they malt some fa fantastic stuff. Uh, we use them every year in our wet up farmhouse. And then we also do a beer called Smoke on the Water, which is an eight percent. I think I might've brought that on the yeah. podcast the first time I, I stopped by. Yeah, um, yeah. Stuff, man. Yeah. yeah, big fan, big fan. Yep. That's a huge customer favorite. People always oh, yeah. ask for that beer. So hopefully next run, maybe we'll can it. It'd be pretty cool to get out to market a little bit more of it. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. That's such a unique beer that could pair well with so many different wild game dishes obviously mm -hmm. like, like smoked salmon or, or smoked anything really would pair yeah, with absolutely nice a nice venison steak for sure definitely but yeah so and actually so that maltster actually smokes the grain which was grown in pennsylvania over pennsylvania cherry wood so it's we like to try to keep things local whenever we can yeah and that, that's definitely something else i've noticed about you guys always willing to collaborate with local people like ourselves or i mean just outside of breweries i mean that's such a huge thing to support local right now and you guys definitely hit the nail on the head with that and you you're all over it um what I, we have another question is water a factor like pizza dough i know that you guys control your uh your water chemistry pretty well there you guys are all over it yeah, I think we talked uh, about that on the first podcast. We talked about uh, whether or not, because in fact, he said like pizza dough. And we talked about like the New York style pizza is mm -hmm. so good because the water's so horrible. Exactly. Bagel, <laughs> pizza. I mean, it's great because the water's kind of, well, it's, you know, New York. Um, but yeah, I mean, that that's a, that's, that's a good question. Yeah. So water is arguably, I mean, beer is basically 90, 95% water. So you don't have good water you're not going to make good beer um, we're very lucky uh, to be where we are 
we have pretty good starting water um, for brewing. Uh, some of the beers like actually uh, Big Dippa and Lake Hayes and our hazy IPAs, we do actually most of our IPAs, uh, we do treat with calcium chloride, um, kind of just, uh, right now our sulfate is like twice as high as chloride and for hoppy beers, you really want that chloride to bring out um, some of the nice bright hops. So water is a huge factor. You're like a scientist. Like a sleeveless wizard or something. Amazing. Exactly right. <laughs> no, that's fantastic. Uh, so I, I guess the the next thing that could could lead us right into this is just cover jab the the way you guys incorporate your beers with your menu items i i know scott is jay's hiding scott is you know a, a wizard in his own way there but how how do you guys come up with some of these these different dishes because i mean for maybe we should do it this way like for people who have never eaten there how would you like introduce them Shame on you all. Yeah, really. <laughs> I mean, do you guys have like meetings where you think like, okay, I think this would work well in a dish or or how exactly do you guys go about that? Yes. So, I mean, it for our base menu, uh, we always, most of the items on our menu are we pair with a beer. Um, that'll always change because our beer offerings are changing. So some, some of those um, are a little more difficult to just say this beer, because uh, it's always going to change. But Scott is fantastic about, he always comes back to me. He's like, hey, try this. What beer do you think I should use it? And then we'll, we'll talk about it. Uh, we'll figure it out. Um, actually, he goes around to all of the staff and like, he's always giving people food and just saying, you know, what do you think? What do you, you know, he wants feedback. So uh, you guys hiring? Yeah, yeah. asking for a friend taster. <laughs> executive taster no. yeah. today he actually was walking around with a uh, smoked corned beef so um he'd gotten some corned beef we actually just purchased an amazing old hickory smoker like a commercial grade huge smoker so we're doing a lot of barbecue this summer um and he's beer brining the meats i mean they're so tender i'm not generally like a big rib person had them the other night they were phenomenal like melts off the bone, just so good. And, um, you know, beer in the barbecue sauce, everything. And then today he's walking around and he's like, oh, I, I smoked this like, you know, corned beef and we're going to do it for Father's Day and make sandwiches. And here's my test batch, you know, how, how do you like it? It was off the hook, like so good. Um, so, yeah, we do, we do a lot of sampling on the beer side and the food side, which is pretty cool. And then we're always, you know, right away, you know, you had kind of like a spicy rub on it. I was like, I think like a mustard rub would be really good on this. And we have one in the kitchen, like maybe you should, you know, try that. And he's like, yeah, all right, I'll, you know, I'll go do that. So it's like constant feedback, just like in the beers, you know, we're always tasting. We had barrel beer tasting day yesterday, which is one of my favorite days. So, <laughs> um, but right away, you know, we're, we're already talking about like, this will be great with this food. Scott can use this in the kitchen. So it's, it's constantly like this collaborative effort of everyone like relaying flavors back and forth. So it's, it's really become this like, whole encompassing culinary experience. Like I think our kitchen's influenced by the beer, the beer's influenced by the kitchen and things they can do with it. So it's, it's become this really nice like team of, you know, people working on these products. Yeah. That's, that's a unique perspective for a business to have, to have like two sides of it that could work synergistically like that is just that, that has to be, it, it almost sounds like it works 
so well for you that there there's really not much that you have to do to push it it just seems like something so natural so i mean yeah yeah they just go together so well i mean really beer and food in general but, yeah how could you lose yeah i mean mark and i have both worked in the the restaurant world uh i spent probably 20 some years at working in restaurants in back of the house and people who have worked in the restaurant they understand what back of the house in front of the house means mm-hmm. uh, and, and there's usually a bit of a divide that swinging door between the 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 dining room and the kitchen uh is usually a bit of a uh, some for some companies a bit of a battle line you know what i mean and it seems like you guys do a pretty good job of keeping that seamless um you know even with some of the videos like i think it was it who was it zach miller says you know i love scott's recipes that he shares and I mean, that's a huge part, I think, of your social media for people like myself, like Mark, like a lot of people who are big into food. I mean, mm-hmm. and that seems to be a big part of your following is not just a craft beer and, and like the artisanal side of it, artisanal, artisanal, eh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, that that side of it, you know, the, the fancy side of it, you know what I mean? You guys do a great job at kind of keeping that cohesion between the back and the front. And it doesn't seem like there's that that line in the sand, really. Uh, I mean, he does a great job with putting out some killer recipes and sharing a lot of that. And, and I think people really respond well to that. Oh, absolutely. And uh, honestly, once Scott came in last summer for us and it was immediate, like I did, I did never even met the guy. And he just already just starts coming out with some food. And ever since he's been here, it's just been uh, awesome for as a brewer to see, you know, when we were open, obviously, people in the brew pub eating food that was made with our beer, like we have it right here anyway, why wouldn't you use it? So, and Scott's and the whole kitchen crew, not just just Scott, but like all of them are fantastic about uh, open ideas and trying all the beers. Yeah, we're super lucky. I mean, I, I rarely call them like our kitchen staff or whatever, but I mean, they're chefs, like we have a culinary team, which is like a huge, you know, accolade, I think for a brewery to be able to hire that kind of staff in the kitchen. I mean, they are all chefs. You walk back there on a day like today and they're all figuring out the specials for the weekend. And, you know, this one's making that sauce and that one's doing that. And even our dishwashers, they get involved with like prepping and like they're in the recipes that like Scott's kitchen is so active. I mean, just like you go in Logan's brewery. I mean, you know, the guys that work for him, it's the same. They're helping with recipe development, you know, he encouraged little John to write a recipe in our brewery on the videos with the crazy car and everything, you know, that kid started in our dish pit and he's been here literally since day one, you know, and um, now he's got his own beer. Like, how cool is that? And he's not even 21 yet. Right. Like the kid's like, you know, so motivated and he's, he's just been awesome. So, um, you know, we've just had this really cool, especially like Logan said, like in the last year, like culmination all is coming together. And I always tell our front of house staff, I'm like, you guys have it easy. You've got phenomenal award-winning beer coming from the brewery you've got delicious food that goes so well with it and you've got happy people coming in the door like you're just the catalyst man just like keep it moving like get that food out get that beer out keep people happy like and we have a great great spot you know and, and that's what it's become and it and what it you know was where we were going um we'll get back there so uh yeah it's awesome yeah cheer, cheers to that man cheers to yeah. that yeah i'll yeah. do that very proud of my team so I, I, I have a, a bit of a question on for Becky. Now, uh, yeah, Logan's been on before, so this is your first time on with us. Yep. So I, 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 I know you've been hitting the podcast scene pretty heavy lately, which is awesome. I mean, what better way to get out there and spread your brand uh, than to get in front of as many people as humanly possible, right? Yep. So I'm like, I'm sure you've answered several of the same question 
a number of times. So I'm like, what in God's name can I possibly ask her that she hasn't been asked yet? Oh boy. Yeah. So I, I, I went on your, I went on your Facebook and I, and I, I mean, I went back, I, I did a little bit of a deep dive. Right. So, uh, I, so I have a friend of mine who's into something that is very similar. So, I, um, do you, do you still keep bees? Do you still keep bees? So I did before I built a brewery. <laughs> um, that was going to be my question. Like, how the hell do you keep bees and manage a huge brewery? Yeah. So I had an amazing garden um, and, and we added the bees, my husband and I, as the way to like, you know, kind of get our production up in the garden. It worked really well. And um, we had bees for two summers and uh, it was pretty neat. It was a cool experience. We had some people kind of helping us guide us. Um, we went all over the place to get bees, tried different kinds of bees. So never actually like got any honey production out of it. Just never got enough time to get it, you know, to where it needed to be. But um, we were talking about it the other day. I think we're going to attempt it again here. One of these days, now that things are a little bit more mellow and under control, but we did just plant our garden again this year. Actually, my husband's working on it um, pretty much every day, which is great because I've been super busy with all these changes again. But um, yeah, I'd, I'd love to get them back. But yeah, it was, it was a, a moment of learning and trying to figure it out and just sort of a flash hobby for me, but um, definitely something I'm interested in picking up again. And I always thought it'd be cool too, to get like honey and get a pilot batch and like, be like, I did this honey and we did this pilot batch and, and do a brew. But someday I was offering Logan mint from the garden yesterday, but he's not too into putting mint yeah. here. So. No, I'm with you. <laughs> mint, mint I want to brush my teeth. I'll just go brush my teeth. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was like, maybe in seltzer. <laughs> he's oh, up for yeah. putting anything in seltzer because it's not beer. <laughs> That's like an yeah, easy way out. Yeah. Have, no, have you guys have you guys done anything with honey in beer yet? Any local honey, anything like that? Yep. Yes. So uh, uh, last fall, uh, <clears throat> one of our seasonal lagers uh, was a Vienna style lager, which is kind of like an amber kind of color um, lager with honey. Um, I, th I think we got wildflower honey for that. Mm -hmm. um, and then we actually, uh, somebody just dropped off some uh, local honey from Lucan's Farms, um, which we've used in the past as well, and the kitchen uses all the time. Um, but so we're actually going to work on a pilot batch using their honey. Um, not sure what we're going to do yet. But... Nice. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of honey, man. I will take a few stings to get at some good honey. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's just one of, it's one of my vices, you know, one of the things I really love. When I, I went back and saw it, I was like, you know what? I, I wasn't terribly surprised because it seems like you're kind of into the artisanal thing. Am I saying that right? Somebody help me out here. <laughs> I think you're right, right? Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. So, so it, it didn't surprise me that you're into like the, the craft thing, the craft beer, the the artisanal stuff, the, the food that you guys put out. It kind of seems like it's uh, something that you were like, all right, I've got an idea and I think this will work versus like, this is what I love and this is what I really like. And I think this would work. Yeah. I mean, that just seems what the, kind of like a natural progression because you you went to you're a CPA, correct? I am. Yep. I am. And that kind of led you. I mean, it's funny. I have a few friends that are CPAs that ended up as business owners. It yeah. almost seems like a, a natural progression from there. If you're not doing taxes, you may as well own a business and, and do something really cool. And uh, in fact, right down the road from you guys, the Hunter's Gallery, they're, the owners are good friends of mine. They're right there in Hamlin. Yep. And the owners, uh, she started out as an accountant and her husband was into guns. And that's how they kind of started it back in the 70s. And it's like a lot of people kind of transitioned from 
that to, you know, owning businesses. And I mean, if you're going to have a background to own a business, I guess that's a good place to start, huh? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I grew up in a family business, so, um, just, you know, business education was like a natural progression for me. And I didn't know what I wanted to do, you know, if it was the family business long-term, but I think over time I realized like I wanted to do my own thing. So the family business was always my parents and, you know, kind of my dad was always in charge and he was the one that was known. It was in the propane industry. So it's a little bit vanilla, you know, (laughs) it was in with propane tanks and stuff. So not, not too crazy, but, um, you know, in, in beer, I think there was just more creativity and like kind of to what I think you were getting at earlier. Like I, I do like more like open space to play kind of, you know, and, and beer has that, sure. and food has that and the marketing aspect of all this has that. And I don't sit still very well. I'm not ever just glued to my computer in my office unless I'm like really on a deadline or I'm usually like a little, little bit last minute with everything. But, um, you know, I, I, I earned my stripes in accounting. I, I did my time behind a desk. I did plenty of journal entries and report writing. I worked for a public company. I worked for a private company. I worked for private equity. I did a lot in, you know, the years from I graduated from college up until about like six years ago, went into the family business. We actually grew the family business, sold the family business, and then I got into my own thing. So um, this was kind of my passion just to be a CEO, to be in charge, to lead a team and do something I was passionate about. You know, it was, I didn't know it was going to be beer, but I kind of just fell into it. And, um, I wanted to, you know, do something that would benefit the community and that, you know, people would enjoy and the brewery's really been it. I mean, we've been able to do some really good charitable endeavors through the brewery, brewery um, bringing a lot of tourism to the area. You know, it's, it's really been a, a new staple. It's kind of revitalized it. We have a lot of families that have been to the area for years that come in. The moms are like, thank you for making it cool again. Yeah. So yeah. aside from like good beer and good food, like there's all this intrinsic value I think we've brought to the table and like, that's super rewarding and, you know, kind of has been a neat, like, you know, step up for me from just owning a business. You know, it's been a a cool accolade to say like we've achieved all these other things. Well, it seems like you found one hell of a niche for yourself. And uh, I mean, based on just our, my observations being there, I mean, I've been in management for a while and you know, when you work with people and that, uh, that, kind of perspective it, it you can tell when people are happy being where they are you know and it seems like you've done a, a pretty good job uh with collecting a really great staff a great team and uh, and keeping them keeping them positive i mean even especially now i mean good lord i mean you, you yeah. just look around it's it's not hard to see the the challenges that a lot of business owners are, are facing and uh it seems like you guys are doing one heck of a job and, and so kudos on on all that with you and logan putting out some killer beers your Thank kitchen you. team is really killing it for sure uh i mean i brought my kids up there and they ate everything <laughs> i can't get them to eat anything i cook you know what I mean? And, and they ate, they ate everything. They had an absolute blast. So I, I, I know there's a little bit of a controversy with kids and in, in breweries and that kind of thing. But uh, you know, I've been there a few times without my children and seen other people there with kids. And I mean, it's 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 a pretty cool. It's there's enough space. Let's just say that you got enough room up there for for plenty of people to get their own uh, their space, so to speak. You know? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, my brother's my partner in the business. He. Um, kind of still works for the other business that we had sold, but, um, you know, he has kids and, you know, we're both younger and our friends have kids. And that was like something important for us. Like we wanted to take the taboo out of a brewery. Like there's no reason why it can't be shared space. There's no reason why, you know, you can't go out for family dinner and still have a good beer, you know, and, and get right. good food and be in a fun environment. You know, we have live music, we have 
um, different events going on. And it's, you know, we, we try to keep it, you know, family friendly, you know, the extent we can. Um, and people really enjoy that, especially with, you know, the tourism crowd, you know, these people don't have babysitters that are coming up. It's they're on vacation and they want to enjoy themselves and they do it, you know, in a responsible manner. Like there's nothing wrong with that. I think it's great. Agreed. Agreed. Coming from someone who has kids, it's, it, it makes it much easier for us to get a time. I mean, you know, the first time I brought my wife up, she was so mad because we were supposed to go up for lunch and we had a school, a snow day where the kids got canceled from school. And she was so pissed. She's like, all I want to do was go and wall pop pack and eat lunch. I'm like, well, let's just take them. She's like, we're going to take them to a brewery. I'm like, let's just take them. And we did. And they had a blast. I mean, your servers were awesome. They were bringing them stuff, the color. I mean, there wasn't, it wasn't a lot of people there because obviously there's a lot of snow. It was a snow day. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they had a blast. They're like, when can we go back? I mean, so it's cool that you, you have a place where I can go sit at the bar with my wife or my buddies, mm-hmm. or I can grab a table, sit down, hang out with my wife and my kids. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, I think that opens a lot more doors and uh, kind of gives you a lot more options as far as uh, being uh, appealing to uh, a lot of people in that area. Cause I think that area needed a shot in the arm. Mm-hmm. It did. Yeah. And I, I think it's an attraction too, to get people like out of Scranton and out of Stroudsburg and, you know, even over the border of New York, that's actually where I am. I actually live right over the river right. in New York and, um, you know, people from my area over here and, and get them moving and get them to venture over to Holly and, and see what it has to offer. You know, everyone knows it for the lake, but um, you know, that's becoming a little bit trendier now with us there. And, you know, some of the other businesses, we've got another brewery in town, Hopping Eagle. So like, that's really cool. Um, you know, we've got some good stuff going on. And I think um, Holly has like a really nice future. I know there's a lot of young business owners in the area, just um, young professionals, I guess, that are looking to invest, you know, reinvigorate downtown Holly. So, you know, keep an eye on Holly. I think it's going to pop up as a, a really interesting little town here in the next few years. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's awesome. Yeah. Can you tell us more? You said that you guys have like a, a like a sister spot now, and it's is it right on the lake with cabins, yeah. huh? Absolutely. So back in um, September, uh, my family actually closed on a second property. So it used to be uh, Lakeside Cottages and Boat Slips. We changed the name slightly to Lakeside Cabins and Boat Slips. Um, so it has sixteen cabins on the property. It's an eighteen-acre property. Um, it's split. It, on both sides of route 507, um, sort of where 390 comes in, but right on the lake on kind of our end of the lake, it's about a mile and a half from the brewery, I guess. Um, but there's a beautiful 1200 feet of waterfront. Um, we put two brand new docks down there. We have a third dock. So we have a little over 70 boat slips right now. And all of the cabins are currently under construction. So they're being fully renovated. They are supposed to be open for Memorial Day. <laughs> we had a little slowed down with all the COVID stuff. So a um, little behind, but we stripped them down to the studs, um, did complete renovations, interior, exterior, all new electric. I mean, everything. Um, brand new decks, uh, re-landscaped, leveled out parking spaces. They're all going to have fire pits, um, you know, little picnic tables. They'll have TVs and Wi-Fi and all that. So whether or not people choose to use them, that's up to them. But it's it's sort of like a, you know, step above a glamping experience, I guess. You know, it's having a really nice cabin, um, somewhere to go and have like still the amenities of a fire pit and having the lake and you know being able to do the campfire thing and um we've had a tremendous response i mean people are so excited to rent them they're so excited that they're new and again you know like i think holly's on the upswing i think just that area in general like people are investing you know people are renovating 
um, just as another business owner, we kind of kept looking at the property and saw the diamond in the rough. You know, there was, there's a lot of potential there. And just so many people, even like we cleared some trees or driving by now and they're like, I didn't even know those were there. Like what, you know, where'd that come from? Um, we've, you know, made them brighter and just everything looks better. So yeah, next time you guys are in the area, we'll have to take a field trip over and, and check them out. I think you'd really appreciate it. Um, cast some yeah. lines off the dock if you want. It's, it's pretty cool. Yes. Sounds awesome. I want to party there right now. Yeah. <laughs> I think we might have a uh, part two of this episode happening yeah. there at one of those cabins, man. Yeah. Some on location podcasting, I think. Yeah, Start awesome. one of those little campfires. That'll work, right? Oh, that's what I'm talking about. <coughs> that's what was my that was my intention. I was gonna do that tonight, but my Wi-Fi doesn't reach out to my fire pit. So <laughs> yeah. man, a campfire, some live music out there. I'm sure that you guys will have beer on site. So Yep. Yeah. So yeah. we're actually working on a little uh beer store on the property. So um, have a sort of a second location. We started delivering to docks. So if you're on a wall and pop pack, that's uh, now deliver right to the dock and yeah, pull up to the dock. There's a big sign there. We bring beer and food right to you, to your boat. So um, people that have kids are loving it because <laughs> they don't have to leave the boat. So uh, we, we've done actually really well with it the past few weeks. So it's, you know, again, getting innovative, right? Trying to change things up a little with everything going on. And, um, you know, we're, we're trying to seize all these opportunities. Absolutely. That's fantastic. I'm glad you said that because I was going to bring that up. You guys are actually <laughs> delivering beer to your dock. And you heard that right, people. Yep. <laughs> You're actually delivering. Did you guys like paint the side of a boat or anything cool? Get like a Gilligan's <laughs> Island style like boat? And just <laughs> not yet. <laughs> I don't know if we can deliver in a boat. LCB might not like that, but uh, the dock uh, is totally good. That's, that's, that's fair detailed. game. So, yeah. you, so you can meet somebody in another boat at a dock. Yeah. Yeah, we could. I was, I'm part of a wall and Paul pack fishing group on Facebook. I should have shared the video that oh, probably, uh, yeah. I'm in that same group. I think I didn't know what, uh, what the hell am I thinking? It may have been the, um, lake haze that I had before we started this. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that could do it. Doubles yeah. on doubles, huh? Well, I had to drink it fast because I was, <laughs> in the, you know, I, I, I had another beer staring me in the face over here, this big dipper, which man, <laughs> again, congratulations, Logan. What the hell, man? Yeah, this is fantastic. Great job, brother. Good job. And again, Becky, I, I really appreciate you taking some time to come out and hang out with us. It's we, this is a long time coming. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, miss seeing so you guys at the brewery. <laughs> oh, yeah. we'll be back. <laughs> and I definitely miss being there. I'm I'm just dying to spend like a like a like a sunny Sunday, just going to a brewery and hanging out and just it, it, it's starting to get a little bit depressing. Soon enough, though, it seems like it seems like we're getting there. But we yeah. hear that it's, it's, it's not, you know, too much fun walking out into our very spacious, empty brew pub every day. Like last yeah. night and I were the last two out and I had walked over cause we're, uh, you know, trying to plan our seating now that we're hopefully getting toward yellow outdoor seating and then green here shortly in Wayne County. But, um, I kind of walked back into the brewery and said to him, I was like, I gotta leave. Like, this is getting bad. <laughs> I just, I can't go in there when it's that empty. It's just, it hurts, you know, it really hurts. We yeah. built that addition because we were on the upswing and like yeah. people were excited and we were packing it and, you know, now we're distancing tables and I get it, you know, but uh, we're, we're so optimistic and hopeful we get back to that and just things will go on. So cross your fingers, yeah. do, your, do the well, things we need to do to, to get us yeah. there. Yeah, I didn't realize until all this happened, you know, how much, I don't know, as I'm sure a lot of people that, you know, create something, um, or like, you know, chefs or whatever it is. I don't know there's something about seeing people enjoying what you did or yeah. made or whatever. 
Yeah. Um, and you know, it's just weird going out into that brew pub and it's empty. But we're looking forward to when we can get back to back to normal. Yeah. yeah, we definitely appreciate all the people that are posting like the awesome pictures. Um, our social media director, Caitlin's been a champ at reposting. I don't know if you guys check out our Instagram, but um, in our stories, like there's been some amazing photos, people enjoying our beer. So um, we've all definitely been checking that out and we do appreciate it. And it, I know it puts a smile on our face to Logan's point when we can see, yeah, people, you know, tagging us up in their Instagram posts and Facebook. And, you know, we, we do appreciate that. So thank you guys for showing us some love and keeping it positive. We, we like that. For sure. Hopefully uh, you get some people out tomorrow uh, grabbing the, the big deep of, cause man, that's good. It, it's just, yeah. it's so good that I'm, I've, I've had two. I, I like uh, your phrasing before doubles on doubles. Yeah. <laughs> I think you could do something with that. Yeah. Right. There you go. <laughs> Not a bad idea. I, I'd wear it on a shirt. Double, double release. And another double IPA. There you go. Now you're speaking my language. Lake Hayes, what are we on? 10, Logan, right? Yeah, 10's the next one. Yeah. Labels looking pretty good. So we're getting close. You got the ingredients to brew, right? Yep. I'm getting ready to brew it next week. So you want to talk about it? Can't wait. Sure. So what we're doing is Lake Hayes number 10 anchors up. You know, everybody getting their boats out on the water. So figured it's, you know, last one was Mandarina Meltdown. So what little snow we had, you know, it's finally gone. <laughs> yeah. Um, Funny when you plan these things, how they actually materialize. Them. <laughs> yeah. Um, so now anchors up. Uh, and it's going to be, you know, we do generally do a pretty similar base every time I do a Lake Haze um, in terms of the malt profile. And then we just change the hops every time. So this one is going to be Sabro, which is a hop I've yet to use. Um, I've had a lot of beers with Sabro in it and it's really nice, fruity, tropical, uh, some pretty strong citrus as well. Um, and then Trident, um, which is actually a hop blend from a company called Hopsteiner. Uh, and we actually used it in our dry hop sour uh, that we released a little over a month ago. Um, and I love how that hop smells and tastes. So I think yeah, it's going to be really nice in a double IPA. <clears throat> yeah, that sounds awesome. So like, what is it, are you still anticipating like a pretty hazy double or? Yep. Yeah. It's going to be right around 8%. Um, definitely hazy. You know, the whole Lake Hayes series, we're, we're going to keep with that right in the hazy double IPA uh, range and then just mess around with the hops, maybe add some ingredients. Um, 007, we added like juniper berries and some random stuff. So looking forward, we're going to keep doing some stuff like that. I am actually looking for some special ingredient for number 10 before next week. So if you guys have any ideas, let me know. Hmm. It's been kind of the dynasty, man. The Lake Hayes series has been a little bit of a dynasty for you guys. I mean, I'll tell you what, the last Lake Hayes nine was good. Lake Hayes eight, man, yeah. lights out, lights out. And yeah. I'll tell you what, that was because I think um, Hydroelectric was my first experience with 
uh, with your your brewing. And I immediately fell in love with that beer. It's one of my all-time favorite beers. And then the Lake Haze 8 came out, and I was like, hot damn, this is good too. And now, you son of a gun. <laughs> You're gonna, I'm going to need assistance if this keeps up, brother. I mean, I'm oh, yeah. telling you. <laughs> this, is, this is not good not good yeah that, no, it, no it's I, I joke it's it's fantastic man this is you really crushed it with this one and uh i appreciate it man uh i got i might have to drop my headphones for a minute and go get another one I'm just, <laughs> there you go. i got this nifty cooler sitting on my feet so ah uh, cheater yeah he, he mentioned that cooler idea that wasn't me that was my co-host he did he packed that for me and i just took it so <laughs> Uh, I had another question. The, um, the beer dinners you guys have been doing that I haven't taken advantage of yet. Shame on me, but that another super innovative idea for, you know, obviously, you know, people who are staying home right now are still enjoying You guys are basically doing these weekly at this point and you're pairing beers with it. I mean, it's just unbelievable concept. Um, you know, what's going to be happening for this weekend. Um, so in all honesty, we took a small hiatus from the beer dinners, um, just cause we got our barbecue going and it mm. took off like with Memorial day weekend, although we had a lot of people in the area. So, um, our kitchen just needed to refocus. We had some new staff coming back cause we got busier, which was great. Cause you know, like most businesses, we did have to displace some people for a short period of time, but, um, we're thankfully, you know, slowly calling them all back in. So that's, that's a good sign. Very positive. Um, so kind of while we're getting them all up to speed, we did just pause that for a second, but yeah, up until last weekend, um, pretty much on a weekly basis, we were doing these beer dinners and, you know, it was something kind of along the lines of the quarantine pack. Like we thought like, what kind of experiences and things can we do to keep engaging with people, you know, and, um, beer dinners are something like we sorely miss. Like we were really kind of developing, um, some amazing culinary experiences, you know, people that attended them had wonderful things to say it was just it was delicious and they they grew every time we had them the tickets sold faster we sold more we packed our um our uh, new edition the last one we did and you know the nights are awesome our, our salesman sean he emcees them he does a great job um you know logan talks about the beer scott talks about the food this all the staff get involved with serving and you know it's just it's a fun experience um we even did the uh the cask at the last one so we did a whole like ceremony tapping the cask, got to talk about right. that, um, which was the, the jalapeno rate cask, I think, which then, yeah, the jalapeno. Another killer, another yeah. killer. Uh. So you always get some cool previews of the beer dinners. We always try to do a little something special. So um, yeah, kind of encapsulating that in a way that we could package it and still give people that same experience at home for a reasonable price, you know, because everyone's looking for a bargain and something to kind of keep them occupied and I think that was a, a good pivot to make that into a thing. So um, hopefully we'll pick those up again here shortly. Um, I know Scott was talking about doing like a um, home barbecue kind of experience. So now that we got our smoker running, because that was a little bit of a feat to get that all under control and like really, you know, dial in all, all his recipes. But, um, you know, we were talking about doing like a barbecue picnic at home and, you know, a lot of that kind of stuff until we get our, you know, events back, which we're hoping is sooner than later. Yeah, I could go for a barbecue picnic at home. Right? Like a whole, sure. like, yeah. Paired with beers, four courses. Yeah, that's awesome. would be really cool. We had wanted to do one, like, at the brewery in the beer garden because we have this, you know, beautiful beer garden space. That's so fun. 
And um, that was actually our plan for, I think we we're going to do it like end of June when the new, or when the new, new beers were released, we were going to do it um, for the season and do like a beer dinner picnic, you know, at the brewery. So I think it's going to become a beer dinner take home picnic <laughs> just based on the situation. But um, yeah, still a fun idea. Yeah, I'm definitely into that. I'm, I'm bummed that I missed the barbecue last weekend. So yeah, it was the brisket, like just, I mean, we sold out <laughs> so quickly. Um, and we were fortunate enough that our, our food suppliers are phenomenal and helped us uh, out even on Sunday. Um, we were out of ribs, you know, most of the, the products we had. So we quick, um, you know, prepped the guys came in Sunday morning, got the smoker going again, got our new ribs on, got the next, you know, round of brisket on. And we were pretty stocked. We sold through Monday, had some take home stuff, um, Tuesday, Wednesday available. And they just restocked today. They were brining everything and um, getting the smoker going and it smells amazing in the back now it's so great I love that smell um, and I know Logan's excited to use it too maybe to do some of our own smoking for some beers um, we're talking about doing some smoke peaches right nice yeah yeah there's a, a couple ideas with smoke that I've wanted to do for a while um, so I'm actually with that smoker uh, we have a lot more freedom to you know kind of do the volume that we would need so right we can really looking forward to that uh one more thing that i had is uh i i don't remember specifically if you guys did it but at one point did you guys do a wild game beer dinner and we had talked about it um we didn't actually do it i know that's on scott's list and i know it's something logan talked about i think we were waiting for smoke on the water to come back out we were talking about doing it more in the fall around like hunting season um you know, just in kind of hopes that we'd have more visitors in the area. I think that would appreciate it a little bit more. You know, we could do something a little bit more channeled. But um, yeah, that's an idea we've definitely been kicking around, definitely want to do. What you might be thinking of is uh, we did pair our beer with a game dinner at the Hop Baron's Kitchen. That might oh, too. yeah. Yep. That oh. might be what you're thinking. I, I like both of the things you guys just said. The thing that Becky was talking about though. I think yes. You guys want to have that? I'll just make yeah, 100%. I'll make the decision. I'll do it for you right now. Yes. Yeah. You have to do, do it. a podcast from the beer dinner. How about that? We could probably <laughs> single-handedly fill that table. We could probably single-handedly fill that table. I'm kidding. Actually, my uh, question. my headphone yeah. came unplugged. So I could hear anything. <laughs> Scott might have to make room for two other guys in the kitchen. I don't, I, I, I don't know. Maybe. Oh, we got plenty <laughs> of yeah. yeah, that would, uh, that'd be amazing for sure. I'm sure he'd be happy to have you. That venison that Mark made when I came for your guys' podcast the first time was fantastic. So I'm sure Scott would be more than happy to uh, let you guys help out. Yeah. I always have a couple pieces of venison in the freezer. I could bust out. Um, the other thing, uh it's almost uh spruce tip picking season here i've been keeping an eye on them they're uh they're just about there so we could probably set up something that would be socially distancing acceptable I mean, we could oh, yeah. we could pick them far enough apart but uh we, we should probably like double the amount that we picked this year yeah i mean we need we need some more so you might need some more hands yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because the road I live on, um, every day I've been driving, you know, and when I come home at night and I'm like looking and I, I was thinking that I'm like, oh, it looks like those ends are getting lighter green. And yeah, uh, I 
done some two years ago I brought in for uh, our brewers. And, um, unfortunately we never got to use them. The pilot wasn't working at the time and you know, I don't have a lot of trees. I've got just enough mm-hmm. that it would have been for a pilot brew, but yeah, those ones you guys brought were awesome. And I know people would totally go, um, for that beer again. That was phenomenal. The collaboration we did. So yeah. we're, we're still, still asked for that quite often. <laughs> so much fun doing that. And, uh, the beer came out unbelievable. So, uh, I, it, it's actually interesting though, cause I see, you know, I, I travel around a lot and I see a lot of different trees where the, the tips are at, at different points. I know I, I pretty much just pay attention to the, the farm that I hunt and uh, they look like they're going to be just about ready this weekend. But like, like you said, some of them are starting to get lighter green now. So I think it'd be good to have a good variety of, of age there. Cause you, you want to pick, I think young ones. Cause I think young ones have a lot of that, that lemony fresh aroma kind of, but, the older ones, obviously, you get more of. So, right. If you see them, pick them. I think. Hey, I I'd be all for doing that beer again. That was a great beer, and yeah. that, you know that poster that you guys had made that'd be a pretty cool can label. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Brian Filarski killed it on that for sure. So, yeah, maybe we can make that happen and see what we can do. Yeah. But. Now you guys have done a, a couple cool collabs. So I, I got a question for you. So I, I'll, I'll ask you both. If you could do a collaboration with anybody on the planet, you know, it's like that old, like if you can uh, have dinner with anybody dead or alive, who would it be? If you could do a beer collaboration with anybody ever, who would it be? I'm going to throw it out to Logan first. Cause you know, you know, sleepless wizard and all. So uh, I'll throw it at you first and see what you're thinking. Could we brew the collab at their place? Sure, whatever. Yeah. All bets are off, brother. Then uh, Firestone Walker, um, oh, yeah? out in California. Um, I think it's pretty common knowledge that I'm a beer flavored beer kind kind of guy, and uh, they they do the whole spectrum better than anybody, in my opinion. Um, from the lightest pilsner to crazy barrel aged blended beers. Um, I just think there's so much that I could learn from them um, that I would love to be able to do that. I mean, that's just a you know quick answer. I'm sure if I you know tonight I'll have like four others that I would should have said, but you know. Well, I just sprung it on you. Yes, so, right? yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm surprised it wasn't a sour beer. Who would be your sour beer? Um, Can't yeah yeah i mean that's yeah that's like the ultimate right yeah that's like a dream cantillon or rodenbach i mean any of them would be in just insane like something that i you know brewers all over the world dream to make something anywhere close to what they can make and who was that i'm sorry i missed it cantillon and rodenbach okay um they're belgian uh breweries uh, like actually in Belgium and, yeah, right. you know, so they've been, they've been doing sour beer for generations. So they know exactly what they're doing. Uh, they, they use barrels as, like basically as an ingredient, like they've got it down to a science that they just like, they know what this barrel is going to do to this beer. and It's incredible. Yeah. 
Well, how about you, Becky? As far as from like a branding perspective, like, I mean, personally, I think Prince would make a pretty banging ass beer. That's just my opinion. If Prince got into brewing beer, I think he would kill it. Like Prince, uh, the artist? Yeah, yeah. Like formerly, formerly known? known? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Prince would make a pretty killer beer. Uh, I'm just a Prince fan. But anyway, so if you could do a, a collaboration with anybody, who, who, would you, who would you pick out of the hat? So person-wise, um, Beyonce, man, we're both boss babes, like, right? Like, <laughs> that's like the ultimate, right? Like, if you can be like her. Um, yeah, I'd say, well, there's I mean, your honey link. There's yeah. your link to honey. There it is. We yeah, already, it we're done. We're done. That's over. That's I'll like just, a mic drop right there. I'll just quick <laughs> tag her in this. I know she's a big follower of Sons of the Hunt. and uh, Exactly. Exactly. Hook me up. Yeah. Yep, yeah. I can do that for you. I'll do that yeah. for you. Brewery wise, though, McKellar. I, I'm a huge fan of McKellar. Logan knows that. Um, I really like a lot of their beers. So, yeah, any uh, any chance I get to get my hands on McKellar, I'm I'm usually down with it and usually loving it. So, Windy Hill, great beer. Yeah, yeah. Did, yeah they uh, do a um, like a a coffee Berliner, a raspberry coffee Berliner. Logan knows if he sees it, he gets it for me. It's it's rare we find it, but um, it's really right. really tasty and it's just a I, I love that. I love that combination of flavors that kind of like blows your mind a little bit. And you're like, wait a minute, like coffee, raspberry, Berliner, like tartness. Like, yeah, that, that beer does it for me. I, I'm really down for that. Yeah. I tried to brew that one and it tasted like blue cheese. So. <laughs> yeah. Any beer I ask for, like, ironically, we have this history. Um, <laughs> uh, there's also a brewery in uh, North Carolina called Burial. So what I'd gone to yeah. ask and I was like researching what I wanted out of the brewery, how I was going to do this and everything. And um, I really fell in love with this little brewery down there, Burial. They'd be another one that would definitely be on my list. But they made this coconut brown. It was delicious. It was called Bolo. Um, and even that's another one. I grab it when I see it. And we tried to make a coconut brown in our fooder. And bad things happened. We had to dump it. It was like one of the few beers we've dumped. Um, but yeah, I'm over for two asking them to make a beer that I want. So I don't ask anymore. <laughs> Someday, right? <laughs> pretty solid. Pretty solid. I, I'm sticking with Prince. Yeah. <laughs> Purple Rain. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that name's already taken, though. Yeah, mm. or we'd have to pay a lot of money to use. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that too. Big C and D there. <laughs> well, that brings us up on an hour. It went by. That went fast. Super quick. Yeah, yeah. It did go fast. It's easy to have good conversation with good people. So. All right, I guess that will wrap it up. Um, I, I put up your Instagram. You could follow Wall and Paul Pack on Facebook, Wall and Paul Pack Brewing Company. Uh, anything else you guys got coming up that you want to promote and get out there? Uh, I mean, oh, go ahead. We always got new beers coming out, so I, I'm not going to get into specifics because there's way too many uh, new beers that we got going on, but. Just keep an eye on our social media. Uh, it's the best place to see when we got new beers uh, released. Yeah, uh, Porter next week, right? Pocono Promise Porter. So our Pocono right. Porter, uh, we are working with the um, Pocono Mountain Visitors Bureau to rebrand to Pocono Promise Porter um, to support kind of their efforts of reopening the Poconos and doing it safely, our commitment to doing that and all the other surrounding businesses. So. Um, we will have our regular Porter version coming back out. A lot of people have been asking for dark beer. I'm a dark beer fan, so I'm excited it's coming back. And we're doing a coffee version 
with um, black and brass at a Honesdale, the local coffee roaster. So we're going to have two versions. So hopefully a little variety pack action there too. That's next week. So and another quarantine pack, probably our last one, because we're going right. to have to refocus on reopening, um, which would be the other thing. So June 5th, outdoor seating, our patio will be open. Um, we're going to be doing things slightly different. It looks like we're going to be doing some table service, which is not really our thing, but we're going to work through it. Um, make it happen to get everyone back in. Uh, serve them safely, give them a good experience safely, and then watch for Wayne County to turn green. As soon as that happens, indoor seating will open again. So um, we're working on a plan for all that. So yeah, come visit us. It'll be soon. You can actually hang out with us again, which is awesome. So we look forward to that. Awesome. Well, seems like you got a lot of fans shouting out dark beer in the comments. So <laughs> yeah. you don't have any problems. Have you. <laughs> we got Jess, Danielle, Henry, yeah. they're all on board. Nice. So with that, we thank you guys for joining us. And yeah, absolutely. Uh, thanks for having us. Congrats on the beer. Thanks for sending us some. Unbelievable. Everyone get out there tomorrow. Get the get the big dipper. Yeah. Oh. Awesome fan. There it is. Yeah. It's empty, but whatever. <laughs> All right. Yeah. And with that, we will see everyone soon. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. Sounds good, guys. See you soon. Thank you. See you.